Hello and welcome to a brand new series on BBG Wrestling. Now this episode will be an introduction to the wonderful world of sumo wrestling, where I'll explain everything you need to know in preparation for this month's Basho tournament and each Basho tournament I review thereafter. I'm your host Mark Fox, aka Grapple Arcade, and this is Sumo Drop. Wrestling, I hear you wail at the top of your voice. Yes, yes indeed, sumo wrestling. Sumo wrestling. Now, I was a big fan of sumo wrestling when it used to be shown on the likes of Eurosport back in the day. I think it was possibly on Transworld Sport and Channel 4 as well in the UK. Can't remember, but I was a youngster and I was fascinated with it. I then regained my passion for sumo when I was over in Japan in 2006. I thoroughly enjoyed what I saw over there. But it's only in the last two or three years where I've really, really gotten my head into the game and thoroughly, thoroughly love it with a huge passion. And I thought it was time to maybe share that passion a bit with a few people who maybe don't understand it, are intrigued by it, or maybe you're just tuning into this podcast to hear what the hell I'm talking about. Well, why not? I'll let you know the crack then. Sumo Wrestling, we're going to be covering it from this month onwards. Now, Sumo Wrestling tournaments run every other month so starting this month on january the 10th there'll be a sumo tournament called a basho that's what they call the tournaments and they'll be running every other month thereafter so january march may so on and so on until we get to the last tournament of the year in november now as i said they're called bashos each tournament lasts between 7 and 15 days we're going to be covering the Premier League, if you like, the elite division called the Makuchi division, which lasts for 15 days. And you get promoted up to that division through the ranks until you get to... That's the elite. That's the elite one. That's what people tune into. That's where the mega money, where the mega bucks are. That's where the paydays are. That's where the Yokozunas fight. The Makuchi division lasts for 15 days. And it comprises of 42 different fighters known as Rikishis. Now... The Rikishis are all at different ranks. You enter the Makuchi division through promotion from a lower division, and you start off in the general pool of fighters. Those fighters are called Megashira. Now, that's where the vast, vast majority are. I think there's roughly, at any given time, approximately about 33 Megashiras out of that 42 Rikishi division. Okay? You've got some elite fighters in there as well. People who have been promoted based on their prestige, based on their um, their previous fights, based on their win-loss record. You want more wins than you do losses, obviously. So win-loss records from previous month's bashos, you potentially have the rights to be able to climb up into elite level. So after Megashira, you've got Komabusi, Sekiwake, Ozeki, and then the grand champion of them all, Yokozuna. Now, the way it works, as, as I mentioned, you've got roughly 33 Megashira fighters. Any of them at any time can win several um, events and have a class, really great win-loss record. Then, based on that, they can potentially move up and be promoted to the Komasubi, uh, Sekiwake, Ozeki levels, you see. And how it works is there's, as I said, 33 Megashiras, 
at the moment, or there has been until the end of the November tournament anyway. There was uh, two Komasubis, two Sekiwakes, three Azekis, and two Yokozunas. That's all due to change very, very soon for the January tournament because of the outcomes of the November tournament. So we'll talk more about the specifics of the changes in our next episode when we cover the start of the January tournament. But what I thought I would do is explain the rules of, of um, sumo wrestling. I'll make it as layman's as possible. I will also explain why it matters to be promoted to the elite levels. For example, Omega Shira, which is one of the general 33 fighters in the Makuchi division, earns approximately 1.4 million yen, which, as of about a month ago, was approximately $13,500 and just over £10,000. Things have changed since Brexit, so let's just go with those numbers for now because I made these notes before Brexit. The Komasubi and the Sekiwake, now their fighters, now those fighters in particular, earn roughly 1.8 million yen, which is the equivalent of $17,200, um, and which is also the equivalent of about £13,000 a month. Now, that's what they earn a month, all right? Being promoted up to Zeki boosts that up considerably to 2.5 million yen a month. That's about $24,000, about £18,000. And if you get promoted up to the elite of them all, the grand champion, a Yokozuna, you'll be on roughly 3 million yen a month, which is just under $29,000 a month and just under £22,000 a month. That's before any match bonus and any sponsorship. Now, when you watch sumo for the first time, you'll see that before any of the fights take place, a big circle of people enter the enter the ring. The ring, by the way, is called a doyo. A doyo. And that's the circle that the, the guys fight in. Before the event takes place, though, a big group of people step into the ring with big flags. Now, their company sponsors, their, their sponsorships are for the event itself. There could be different organisations, different companies, whomever it may be. Those flags represent different companies sponsoring the event. Those companies also provide prize money, like match bonuses, for the different Yokozunas, the different Ozekis, the different Sekiwakis, uh, Megashiras. Everybody who fights may have the chance to earn additional match bonuses based on their performance in the ring. Generally speaking, if you've got like a really great record of, of you know, say you're on sort of six or seven wins in a row uh, during a 15-day tournament early on and you win another one, that's when the sponsorships tend to take notice and think, right, you're on for something special here. Here's an incentive. Well done. And they give them the equivalent of a, it could be anything from a few hundred to a few thousand. They get given an envelope from the referee and that ref, that, that envelope has a big wad of money in it. That's a bonus for, for a match well fought. So that's on top of general sponsorships that they might have from private companies. And that's on top again of their monthly salary that they get. Now, to be promoted to the Komasubi, Sekiwaki, Ozeki or Yokozuna level, you need to be proving yourself. You need to have won several tournaments in a row. And what I mean by win several tournaments in a, in a row is that you have 15 fights per tournament. If you have more wins than losses, it's classed as a win. You've won that tournament. So if you're 8 and 7, 8 wins, 7 losses, you've won. If you're 15 and 0, you definitely have won. So yes, it pays off big time to win and put on good performances. 
if you win several tournaments in a row, let's say you win the January tournament, let's say you win March tournament and May tournament, at that point, it could be deemed that you are now worthy enough of being promoted up to Komosubi, Sekiwaku, Ezeki level. Okay? You can go up to one of those levels. Um, if you're at Ozeki level, which is the um, the second highest you can get, one just below Yokozuna, if you're at Ozeki level and you put on several fantastic tournaments and you win loads out of your fights and you know you you win say three tournaments in a row, then the Yokozuna Deliberation Committee will step into play and decide if you not have not only won the right amount of fights that they think is worthy of promotion, but you need to be showing character. They will judge you based on who you are as a human. <laughs> All right. So if you're, you know, a cut above the rest, if you handle yourself well, if you're a, if you're professional, if you're polite, if you handle yourself in a really worthy and uh, in, in a very sound mannered way, then you have got a much better chance of being promoted to your Kozuna level. So realistically, you earning a lot of money is based on your behavior. <laughs> It's based on your behaviour and your outing as a fighter. So it's worth keeping all that into play because sometimes you get Azekis who win a few matches, win a few tournaments, but they don't get promoted. There's maybe more reasons to that than meets the eye. So yes, that's the general idea of why it pays off to be promoted. But as I said, there's uh, 33 Megashira, two Komasubis, two Sekirakis, three Azekis and two Yokozunas in the Makuchi division as of November. It's all about to change. 42 fighters in general, 15 fights over the 15-day period. Hopefully you're with me so far. Now, the rules. The pre-match ceremonies, as I mentioned before, you've got the uh, the sponsorship flags that come out at the beginning, just beforehand, before any fights take place, and that represents companies who are sponsoring the event. But on top of that, you'll see the, the sumo wrestlers, the rikishis, doing their pre-match rituals where they're doing the whole stomping on the floor and stretching the legs out. That is literally to stamp out evil spirits. It's to kind of cleanse the arena. It's to cleanse the ring before the battle. They throw the salt as well. Same kind of thing. And you'll see some more elaborate than others. You'll see some of them just scatter a few grains on the floor like it's, yeah, whatever, getting on with it. You'll see there's a couple of fighters who take a big handful and chuck it high into the air. Um, those guys are taking it very seriously and they don't want no evil spirits anywhere near that arena. So they step into the ring, the doyo, they step in there and both Rikishis, both of their fists must both touch the floor in order for them to take battle. You'll sometimes see them bent over, two fists on the floor. The other Rikishi has got one fist on the floor and another one hovering. That's because they're ready to put it on the floor and ready to go for it. If they attack each other before all four fists are on the floor, the referee will stop the fight and restart the fight. It's worth knowing that because it happens quite a bit. Um, And sometimes it's a bit unfair. Sometimes it's like, ooh, did they really not touch the floor? And then when a fighter loses, it's that kind of a lot of the fans are questioning whether or not it was fair from the officials to restart the match. There's a lot of that goes on as well, just like there are in any sport about referee um, conduct and about referee calls. So... All four fists of the two fighters must touch the floor before they can um, kick lumps out of each other. Speaking of kicking lumps out of each other, there are several simple rules of what you cannot do during a bout. You cannot pull hair. You cannot eye gouge. You cannot punch. You cannot choke. And you cannot grab crotch areas. Okay? Apart from that, anything goes. 
You can uh, steamroll each other, you can throw each other, you can trip, you can kick, you can dodge, whatever it may be. You can do those things, but you cannot pull hair, eye gouge, punch, choke, or grab the crotch area. Thankfully, you can't grab the crotch area because it wouldn't feel very nice now, would it? Now, as I've mentioned before, you can be promoted up to the Makuchi division, but if you do not put on a good performance, if you lose more than you win over a tournament, and that spans for several tournaments, you will lose your ranking. You, Your number next to your name, you will see when they fight each other, they've got their name, then a number next to them. That number might say, for example, 15E or 15W. We'll use 15 because it's roughly a halfway point in the ranking scale there in the pool of fighters. E means east, W means west. That just means where their stables originate from. Their stables are their houses that they live in, their groups that they belong to, because each of them have got a stable that they that they are assigned to, that they have trained with, that they live with. The 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 wrestlers, the 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 rikishis in training, they're not even rikishis yet, but those in training are their kind of servants in a way. They're their cleaners. They um they take care of them. They um provide healthcare for them, all that kind of stuff. They um they 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 look after them. So when you get up to the kind of Mekashiro, Komasubi, um, Sekiwake, Zeki Yokozuna level, you've got a lot of people running around doing a lot of things for you. Those people who are running around doing those things for you are fighters in training, and eventually they'll be then be able to become fighters. They're just going through the, the training and what it takes to become uh, a sumo wrestler in a traditional sense. So they belong to a stable. They all belong to different stables. And there might be, you know, four, five, five or six different guys as part of a, part of a stable. As I said, east or west. Now, that's a traditional thing. It doesn't make any difference anymore whether you're from the east or the west, whether you're assigned to the east or the west. It's a tr- traditional thing from a long time ago when it did matter to do with prestige. Um, east was seen as more respectable than the west back in the day. It really doesn't matter anymore now. It's got absolutely no bearing on how the competition pans out, how the tournament pans out. But generally speaking, you've got 15 matches, as I mentioned. And there's a lot of fighters. There's a lot more than 15 fighters. There's 42 fighters. So based on your ranking entering the tournament, that's generally... You'll be fighting fighters, other fighters, who are roughly around where you are as a fighter. So if you're number 15, chances are you'll be fighting... Uh, 15 other fighters who are close to 15 there or thereabouts, if you see what I'm saying. If you're at the bottom of the pile, you'll be fighting, generally speaking, the bottom 15 fighters within a division. If you're at the top of the pile, you'll be fighting the top 15 fighters in the division. It works out like that just to make it a little bit more fair. If you lose more matches than you win over a 15-day tournament, you can be demoted. So if you are... Um, let's say you're a, an Ozeki, you're one of the elite Ozeki fighters. An Ozeki, as I said, that, that comes just below Yokozuna. If you're an Ozeki and you lose two or three tournaments in a row because you've lost more fights than you've won, you can be demoted back down to Sekiwake, Komasubi, and again into the Megashira general pool of fighters. With that, obviously, comes pay reductions and respect and prestige. So it matters to them when they reach a certain level to maintain that level. You don't just reach that level and then you stay at that level. You only stay at that level if you perform well 
and you uh, turn up to your fights. Now, the Yokozuna Deliberation Committee, who decide on who becomes a Yokozuna or not, can indeed strip people of their titles. If they have been um, up to no good, been a bit naughty, they might not be what they believe is a suitable Yokozuna who don't hold up the prestige and the values of a Yokozuna. They might have been doing stuff outside of out, outside of sumo wrestling that might have been breaking the law. It might be seen as up to no good. So the Yokozuna Deliberation Committee can decide on who doesn't deserve to be at that level anymore. At the moment, we've got two Yokozunas who haven't fought in at least the last, well, definitely the November one. I believe the one before the tournament before that as well. So it could be a, it could be a, a time now where we're about to see a Yokozuna retiring, um, and that means that there's a, going to be an opening slot. We've just had a fantastic November tournament. There's a particular fighter, a particular sumo, who I'll talk in depth about in our next episode, which will start at the beginning of the sumo tournament in January. I'll aim to up, upload that episode on the 10th or the 11th of January. We're going to talk a bit more about this particular sumo wrestler because he's been fantastic. He had an absolutely cracking November tournament and there's big rumours that he's in contention to be promoted to a Yokozuna. So we'll keep that in mind. We'll speak about that soon. Hopefully you've enjoyed this. It's given you a bit of an understanding of what it's all about. I will be also posting a link um, to a, 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 a part of our website which I'll explain a bit more of this with some more visuals so you can understand a bit more about the table of who's at the top of the chart, how you climb up the um, the, the rankings and things like that. I hope it's been interesting and I hope you stay with me and uh, hear some more of our reviews coming up regarding the Bashos in January and thereafter. This is Sumo Drop. I'm Mark Fox. Take it easy and check us out at bbgwrestling.com. Bye-bye. <laughs>